Pete from Lara texted in and wanted to get involved in the conversation. Wouldn't be known as Peter Riley, Pete from Lara, would it? Perhaps? Oh, I think it might be. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Riley, a.k.a. Pete from Lara. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are we? <laughs> Very well, thanks. <laughs> so are you telling us Blazing Carty is not in Victoria at the moment, Pete? Is this you? Is it the one and the only? Uh, I may have been at the airport at 7 o'clock this morning putting her on a plane to Brisbane. Ah, I see. Well, to answer your question, yes, Blazing Cartier does still count in the poll of the question, even if it's interstate at the moment, because she has been racing in Victoria. But uh, uh, I don't think if I went to Sydney, they'd start calling me a Sydney person. So (laughs) I'm going to go on that logic. Um, Look, it's great to have you on, Pete. Um, You're a person who's been involved with uh, some amazing greyhounds over the time. Obviously, for listeners, who don't know you work with uh, Robert Britton? Yeah. Ah, cool. Um, now I've got lots of things I want to ask you, but um, tell us how you got involved in greyhound racing. Uh, I started off with a bunch of mates in a syndicate. We had a few horses. Uh, the horses weren't going too well. In fact, we never actually got any prize money, and the uh, syndicate manager ended up getting suspended. And they had a mate who uh, had recently had a litter, so we all got in to a greyhound that way. And I just got more and more involved in it, got on all the socials, uh, got that interested, got me handler's licence, and uh, it just went from there. So, uh, as I said, you work for Rob now. Um, tell us what a day in the life of uh, Peter Riley involves. Uh, what was a day involved working in the kennels? Uh, a normal day, we start at about six in the morning, let the dogs out, clean up anything that needs to be cleaned, put them away again. Uh, most days, I'll take a couple up the bush for a walk or we'll, and uh, while the rest of the crew work the dogs in the work runs. We then let them out again. We'll make up the feeds while all this is... And then we see uh, race dogs, that sort of thing, you know, check them for injuries or that sort of stuff. And then we feed up and then we let them out again around lunchtime. And uh, if I'm not going to the track, we let them out again in the afternoon and the evening. Yeah. If I'm going to the track, depends on what to, uh, where we're racing and what time. Uh, now, I'm going to let you just tell me what you think here, but uh, there's been some great dogs. Tornado Tears, Here's Tears, Fanta Bale, uh, you know, incredible, incredible talented dogs. Uh, what's your best memories been? Which have been your biggest races or, or the incredible memories about dogs as well that you've remembered? My best memories, one of the... No one had ever heard of was a dog called Ripetus Fury winning his maiden at Ballarat because I bred him, reared him, <laughs> and he was the first litter I ever bred. So that was something very special to me. Um, my biggest thrill while working at Robert with, with Robert was definitely Fandabelle winning the Australia Cup. Uh, she had the wrong box. She got knocked over three times, and uh, she still came from behind to win. That was just that was just magnificent. Yeah, I remember that. It was a fantastic run. Um, I guess while we're talking about that then, if we're talking about a couple of stayers, well, she actually run over a number of distances, Vanderbale, so she was very, very unique. Um, but yeah. if we look to our poll question and we ask who's the best stayer in Victoria at the moment, you've obviously got a lot of insight here in terms of, you know, you work with Tornado Tears, Heath Tears and uh, a few others. What's your opinion on this? Well, the, the post earlier about uh, someone said that, uh, you know, you had... Uh, a blazing cart here at Sandown and uh, True Detective at the Meadows. You know, quite, you know, horses for courses, but personally, I can't wait to see who Didi Boy set up for the, for the Green Oaks. I hope they're going to stay him because what he's doing over the 500 is just freakish. And if he can get in a race where he's coming out level with the, with the rest of the field, I mean, some of the times he might be able to run, it'll be just ridiculous. Yeah, look, he's run at Cranbourne uh, in that feature. I think the Winter Cup, I think it was, uh, during the Winter week. Cup, yeah, enormous run, absolutely enormous. And I think we've all 
got touting. So you talked about Captain Dynamite, another one for the Greeno Kennel. So they've got some really fantastic young dogs that could be future stars in that kennel at the moment. Um, uh, what race would you like to win, Pete? What's a race you'd like to win in the future? Oh, actually, hang on. We've got the Meadows coming up. We might actually have to come back to you, Pete. Can you hold on for a second? Yep, not a problem. Just stay there for us, Pete. We're about to move in for race number eight at the Meadows, over 600 metres. Red hot favourite is the four burn time, about $1.65 for it. Brady Shout out to $9.5780, depending on, on where you're shopping as well. as so a little each-way selection. And the nine, Blink and Billy. Uh, racing out of box number three at about $5.50. Here's James Vandermark. Firm second elect, hitting a run number nine from three. And they're nearly set to go. Late scratching of the red. They're all in. Light on now, set to go. Race eight, favoured in four. Ready to go. Away. Burn time began cleanly. Out far. On the rail, Brink and Billy, followed by Mississippi Mud and Lock and Bar Juice. Last burn time. Mateys moved to the outskirts of the track and he's swept up to grab the lead. A length and a half in front now to Fairy Tale Wish, Brady Shout, and then Lock and Bar Juice. But burn time, he switched back to the rail, handled the corner nicely. Four lengths in front, Lock and Bar Juice, Brady Shout run on well, but burn time, he's all too good. Burn time won it by three, beating Brady Shout, Lock and Bar Juice, and then Fairy Tale Wish, Blink and Billy, well back flat canvas. Last in Mississippi Mud, 34.80 the run for Burn Time. Burn Time, Troy. Goodness yeah, me. That's a uh, very impressive time, yeah. time on a Wednesday meeting during 34.08. Uh, very, very impressive. Our very special guest this afternoon with us on Midweek Meadows is Peter Riley. Pete, uh, we've been talking about some of the, the great dogs that you've been involved in. Is there a common trait amongst some of the, the best dogs you've been involved? Is there something that, that links them all together or are they all... 30-50 at Sandown or 29-50, they, they win. They just want to win. They want to be in front when they get to that finishing post. I'm going to put you on the spot again, Pete. I'm doing that a lot today. But, <laughs> you are, uh, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, we talked about the good dog you've been involved with. Has there been a dog that you've loved the most, the one dog that stood out to you that you had as a favourite? Has there been a favourite in the kennel? Uh... Yeah, it's it, it's you're 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 asking a parent to pick their favourite child. <laughs> I am. Um, you are. I did say I'm but, putting you um, on the spot. <laughs> you are putting me on the spot, but um, Tornado Tears and I do have a very special relationship. Uh, when I picked him up, he was just a, a, a shy little puppy that didn't know what to do, and he was scared of people. And now he's this dog that walks into the kennel on his own and if he turns around and puts his bum towards you, he wants a bum scratch and if he shakes his head he wants his ears rubbed and you know he's he's just one of these dogs he's a character and you, you just you'd love to have a kennel full of them 